Hi, Jess here, reaching out to you on my deathbed, essentially. So I've come down with something, the Southwest Alpha. Never mind, I'm just joking. It's just a cold. Super sick this weekend. We were still able to record something small, but we won't be able to edit it in time, even if it's shorter because we're trying something a little different. So for now, we are, my God. It's Tally drinking water, by the way. Never ends. Anyway, for now, we are putting up for you guys a 4th of July episode that we we recorded last year and put on Patreon. It's been up there for a whole year, and so we decided we'd share it with you guys today. Keep in mind, this was recorded for Patreon, so we might reference our patrons specifically a couple of times. Um, other than that, uh, hope you enjoy, and happy Independence Day, you fucking winners. <laughs> This is for our country. It is for our country that we do this. I love that my voice was deeper than Kyle's. Here we go. This is shot one. This is for the troops. And the mothers of the troops. And the, and the sisters of- Here we go. Okay. A little better than I expected, but- Yeah, it wasn't as bad as I was thinking. Don't feel sick. Fourth of July, man. Independence Day. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I don't want it. I do not feel good. This is shot number two. This is for all this? of the former presidents and the really old colleges. This is for this you. This is for you. Old man. That was a hard one. It was a lot easier drinking for the troops. All right. This is okay. shot three. For the children. They are our future. Also, all of the political parties that will never achieve anything. Not the big two. All the others. You are... A symbol of determination. This shot is for you and the children. Also the children. Well, that was, that was the worst one. Oh my God. I almost threw up. Did you really? I really did. I thought I thought it was about to happen. I'm okay though. Dude, we need to get you a bucket. Louder? <laughs> I mean. Does she only drink once a day? Like, is that what this is? I don't is? know. Finally. Dear God. <laughs> and now she's going to go back outside. What is up, everybody? This is a very, very special day. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. You're free and independent. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, only if you're American. Uh, all of you other people, I'm sure you have someday. As of now. That means something to you. As of now, all the people on our Patreon are Americans. That's true. They reside in America, in the United States of America. Um, so really, I guess what I'm trying to say is... Uh, if any international listeners have finally arrived to Patreon and are listening to this episode, welcome. You're an American in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine that German person yeah. would and become a patron and, and you know, would we would be really good friends with them. They're mm -hmm. probably really cool. Yeah, I hope so. And I hope uh, also someone or the people in the United Kingdom and Australia specifically... Seeing as how this day is so glorious. It is. If you noticed, I said the United Kingdom and not Britain, because on this day, we don't acknowledge Britain at all. Mm -mm. We do not call it great. 
We don't. We also do not drink Earl Grey. No tea shall be had today. Mm-mm. Not on this day. Nine. I mean, no. Thank you. So uh, today's episode, of course, it is a special Independence Day episode, and we decided to celebrate that by researching whatever we felt like because we're free Americans. And Damn can, straight. Exactly. We exercised our rights. All right. We kept it within our borders yeah. for the sake of the holiday, but uh, otherwise that was, it was, you know, everything else was game. Yeah. Cause we're free. We're yep. free to do that. Oh yeah. Uh, we also took shots of some American whiskey. That's Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey. That's as American as it gets. It's, well, it's as stereotypically American as it gets. It's very American. Yeah. I was aware of Jack Daniels before I married a Marine, but I'd never, never tasted it until after I married a Marine. And yeah. every weekend after that for two years, yeah. Yeah, see, everyone either hates Jack Daniels or they pretend to love Jack Daniels. I don't love Jack Daniels. So I then you hate it. I do hate it, and yeah. yet I will drink it because it is it is oh, yeah. inexpensive whiskey. Yeah, it's cheap and, you know, you... You feel so American when you drink it. I f- like red, white, and blue just pumps through my veins when I sip it. That's I don't correct. feel good, but at the same time, I feel free. I mean, that's the way it was. Oh, I just had a nasty burp. That's the way our forefathers intended. So I hope for this you to be. It's true. I hope you all can appreciate that Jacob and I have done a marathon of recordings this weekend, and by that I mean we have recorded every single night since Friday. This is Sunday now. That's three recordings Yep. in a row. We're exhausted. We are not interested in drinking alcohol. And yet, you know what? We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. For you. It's our right to do so. Mm-hmm. So here we are. I mean, I believe it said uh, in the preamble to the constitution, we, the people, in order to form a more perfect union, mm. We'll have some epic fucking podcasts. That's how I remember it. Where brother and sister Jake and Jess will get drunk for you. For you. That's word for word. And also for money. Don't forget we're a capitalist nation. That's true. Yeah. Give us your money too. Did you already say what we're drinking? You said what we took shots of. Oh yeah. We're drinking, uh, you know, we thought, hey, we should have some Jack and Coke. That's pretty American. But then we thought, you know, what would be even more American to drink whatever the fuck we wanted. <laughs> so we said, fuck you, Jack and Coke. Yep. You know what we're going to drink? Whatever the hell we're in the mood for. Whatever. And that was Rum and Thunder. Rum and Thunders. They're back, baby. And they're delicious. Mm-hmm. Are they? It's We call them Rum and Thunders. Is this technically it, a Dark a, and Stormy? It's a Dark and Stormy. Dark and Stormy. Yeah. TJ really liked the name of that because he's, you know, really into piratey stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hop into the... To the first wheel spin? I want to hop into it. Yeah? As a free American? Yeah. Here we go. Now, before I say what the wheel spin is, I would like to let everyone know that we have redesigned the wheel specifically for this Patreon-only episode. That's true. This is mm. an American-only wheel. Every wheel spin has to do with America. Now, it's pretty much anything on the wheel could be defined as American because we are Americans and we're answering the questions. Yeah, but these are specifically themed to be American. That's true. And the first one is? The first wheel spin was, what is the best and worst burger? Cheeseburgers are as American as as they get. Uh, Bacon cheeseburgers. 
are even more American, I'd say. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're very, I don't want to say well-known. I'm going to say notorious for kind of just slamming bacon on everything. Yeah. And frying it then afterwards. I am an American and I did condone the bacon milkshake that was sold for a limited time at Denny's. That's gross. I didn't drink it, but you know what? I supported it because you want to know why? This is America. That's true. The menu was like red, white, and blue and very patriotic. So good for you, Denny's. We salute you. Yes. Best and worst burger. Do you have any, do you have any ideas? Do you have any thoughts? I do. Um, See, a a really good one doesn't necessarily come to mind. As you know, uh, I have a little bit of a gutter palate. Uh Uh-huh. I cannot think of the best one I've ever had because uh, I haven't had the opportunity to eat at at places where they care about the quality of their burgers. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I have eaten at a place that claimed to care about the quality of their burgers. Wendy's? No. (laughs) Wendy's was better than what I'm thinking of. Oh, no. The worst burger I've ever had was supposed to be at one of the most patriotic places in the nation. It boasted about its hamburger. Do you want to know what that place was, Jacob? Because you were there when I had this burger. I'm scared. The standard cheeseburger, nothing special, from the Toby Keith restaurant. Oh, my God. In Arizona. That was just a shitty restaurant, man. It was awful. It was awful. So awful. Yeah, it it was gross. Everything about it. There wasn't anything that was above par. Yeah, no, for sure. Or even at par. See, like that, everything I, was like at least like at least just under par. For me, I had no standard for fried pickles. I'd never tried them before. I tried them for the very first time there and I was like, "Holy shit, this is delicious." Yeah. But then I had them from other places. By the way, places that are like super cheap, like fast food joints that sell fried pickles. Kids are home. You got a burger from Toby Keith's? I thing? did. I thought, you know I feel what? like I would have gotten a burger too, but Honestly, I you know why I ordered it? Like waitresses and stuff were recommending other things, but I was like, no, this is probably going to be the best burger I'll have anywhere because it, it was be. it was Toby Keith's restaurant. He's like this super successful country singer. There's no way this burger is going to taste bad. That's a classic choice. It's just a cheeseburger. How do you fuck that up? Uh-huh. But it did, and that was the worst one. What's your worst? See, I'm I'm bummed because I don't remember the name of this place. Uh, it was in Maryland. We went to some restaurant. I like I said, I don't remember the name of this place. But I got a cheeseburger, and everything just like fell apart as you were eating. Like the bread was falling apart, and it's not that it was like so soggy that it fell apart. No, it just it was just like everything was dry. Bread. Yeah, yeah, super dry. The, the bread was falling apart. I ordered it medium rare and it was as it wasn't quite well done, but, but it well. was it was close to it. Uh, and there was like no mayonnaise or any form of like sauce on it. And it all just collapsed like as I was eating it. I ended up eating using a fork to eat the rest. And I remember just being very upset yep. with that. And I didn't finish it, which is not like me when it comes to like going out. Like I don't like bringing food home because it just doesn't taste good again. There's there's few things you can get that taste good the next day, like pizza. But Chinese as, food, yeah. Typically. As far as as far as burgers go, you, there's really nothing you can do to reheat a burger and get it anywhere near the level that it was at. I'll agree to like it's not going to be as good as it was, but I have my ways of like reheating, like refiring burgers. Yeah. It it'll be decent. It'll be better than like a frozen. If you were to buy like a frozen burger and microwave it. Yeah. Like 
yeah, an old burger in the toaster oven or something would be better. But I don't, I, I'm not a fan of bringing food home. So I always either eat it all or like eat till I'm like so full. And then I like feel really guilty about leaving that little laugh last bit there. But I do, I leave it every time. And I didn't even, I maybe half of my plate and was like, I'd rather just go home and eat fucking chips. Like I wasn't full. I was just so disappointed. And like it had like caramelized onions, but See, it was like cold. Ew. They were like cold caramelized onions. See, that sucks. Cause it's and, like, you go out to a restaurant, like you're spending money. And if it's one of those places that like asks you how you want your burger cooked, they're charging you a little extra. Uh-huh. Like the fact that they're asking that question at all. It Im- if they ask that question, it implies that you're at a genuine restaurant with a, not, not chefs, but like a genuine like line, line cooks that like understand how right. to cook like a burger. They, they at least have like a chart that's reminding yeah. them, like, hey, they know, what they're, requests, they know what they're doing. They do this yeah. every day. Like, if somebody requests a medium rare, this is how long you're going to put that on. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was bad. And then I remember it was, I remember I specifically ordered like a spicy burger because I do like very spicy things. So it was like, you know, caramelized onions and grilled peppers and sauteed peppers. And it was just, it, had, it said all these peppers. And I was like, wow. I'm like, they didn't even name them. Like that must mean it's like jalapenos and like maybe like serranos and maybe. See, I would have some, assumed it was just like, bell pepper. It was all bell pepper. There was no spice to this burger, <laughs> even slightly. You were you were a naive fool. I was. I was. Uh, best burger. Best. The best burger. See, I you know call me trashy. The best. burger. I will call you trashy. What are you gonna I say? I call myself trashy. Don't say Sonic. Shit, you were going to say Sonic. I was about to say it's not the best burger I've had. I know for a fact I've have a bet I've had a better burger, but I can't for the life of me remember where it was. Like I I work I worked at Hook Burger for a little bit there. Hook's all right. They I liked their burgers. They had good burgers. I would say quality-wise, they're better than Sonic. Yeah. And yet, what's on my mind right now is something that's like, wow, really good. I want to eat it. Uh is Sonic has just, it's like a jalapeno burger. Literally, it's just their standard cheeseburger and they just kind of throw some pickled jalapeno on there. Pre-bought. It's a fast food place. Like they're not pre-making the stuff. Right. They're buying it wholesale from someplace and throwing it on my burger. I'm fucking down. It tastes delicious to me. That's that's not the best, but I can't think of the best. So that's what you got. So I'm going to give you two. Wow. I'm going to give you two. I'm gonna give you one burger that anyone can get almost any day of the week. Okay. And then one that you can only get in a very specific place. Okay. So you're, if I, any day of the week, any person almost anywhere in the United States can get a Five Guys burger. Now, the reason why it's so good is because, first off, like their their patties and their cheese are cooked to perfection every single time. That's that. But then also, you get to put whatever you want on it. And the way that I construct my burger, it is perfect every single time. It's spicy, it's oniony, it's just, oh, everything about it. Like, it's perfect. It's the kind of burger that is extremely satisfying in the moment, but your breath is going to smell like ass. Oh, yeah. And your ass is going to be on fire. Yeah, yeah. You're going to feel the pain of it later. Mm -hmm. That's why you don't eat this all the time. Right. But like. Once a month, you're good. Treat yourself. Yeah. Like one day a month, will I be in pain to eat this tasty burger? Absolutely. The other place, and let me try to recall the name. 
the the silence will be cut. Okay, I'm not gonna remember the name. That's fine. It was it was a bar and grill in the financial district of Manhattan. Oh, okay. We went to Ellis Island, Statue of Liberty, walking back to go to the Empire State Building. We were hungry, so we thought, let's just stop at a restaurant on the way. Yeah. And I looked up on my map and saw, oh, hey, there's a restaurant, like, right in between. It's perfect. We'll lose no time, you know, walking-wise. It's not out of our way. Right. So we went there. Now, this was a sketchy-looking restaurant in the fact that, like, it looked very fancy when you walked in. Not not fancy, but, like, very, like, like movie-esque. Like, it was a very, like, open floor. Yes. There was, you know, like... It was a restaurant and a bar and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it had, and, and there was just wind, like the whole walls were just windows and it was right on the corner of some street. It was a very nice, nice looking restaurant, bar and grill. Okay. Very nice looking. And the reason why I had picked that place is because it had said that its prices were reasonable. It was only like $2 signs instead right. of the three or four that we were. And you, you walked in and the aesthetics like of the place. It were, looks great. They were really nice. Yeah. Okay. But you know, we just spent four hours out at Ellis Island and Statue of Liberty and then just walked like a mile in 100 degree weather with 100% humidity. <laughs> so we're, we feel gross and like I have to pee and everyone else has to pee. And so we ask like, oh, can we go to the bathroom? And they're like, they're like oh yeah, it's like, just follow the signs. Just go right down that way and follow the signs. But like, okay, thank you. So walk over and there's a sign that's like bathrooms this way. I'm like, dope. I, I was walking for a while. This is a really very large establishment. Who would have thought? So you walk for a while and then you go downstairs. Now we're at street level. <laughs> okay. And so they're like, yeah, follow the signs. And we went downstairs. Like, and I mean this, th- like this stairway was enormous. It was not like your basic, you know, 15 steps down. This was like 30, 40 steps that you went down. And as you get down there, you, it's dark and there are hallways galore. Like this place what? clearly has like this restaurant has like a, a we'll say we'll say like a basement or a cellar just because I don't know what else to, to call it. Labyrinth. Maybe that expands like underneath the, the buildings adjacent to it. It's massive. It might okay? be shared. I walked. No, it's not because I walked past the kitchens. I walked past the employee like break rooms and whatever. Like it's massive. What? Yeah, and there was also like private rooms there too for like parties and yeah. events and stuff. That's then, actually that's kind of cool. I think that's a that's a New York thing. Probably. Yeah. And then eventually you get to the bathrooms, which were very clean, very very clean. But also like this whole second floor, like it just smelled off. Or not second floor, this negative first floor. <laughs> just smelled off. Something about it just smelled off. Yeah. So I had very very low hopes for this place because I was like, wow, we accidentally found like the shittiest restaurant in New York, <laughs> which is hard to find because there's a lot of shitty places. <laughs> anyway, order my meal. I get, you know, they had like a burger that was like, this is our most popular burger and you can add jalapenos. And I was like, burger with jalapenos. It was no joke. The greatest burger I've ever had. You it was don't remember so what it was called. Fucking. If I looked at a map for long enough, I could find it and tell you, but I would rather not waste the time right now. Maybe one day okay. I will inform the public of what this, who knows, this place might be closed now due to COVID. True. Place might be gone. True. That's so sad to think about. Yeah. Because most businesses only really prepare if they prepare for like three to six months of zero profit. 
And this is lasting a lot longer than that. Yeah. Which means most businesses are going to be gone. Unless they're large enough to be mega chains where they can afford to take a hit, they're gone. So, you know. But best burger ever had, ever. Everything about it. And the fries were just perfect. Nameless, shady New York place. Nameless, weird, negative first floor, shady-esque New York place. Like, walking down to the bathroom, you thought, could I oh, get Could I get murdered down here? I'm... I could easily get murdered. And I really don't think anyone would know for a while, right? It might take like my family upstairs to be like, hey, Jake's been in the bathroom for like 20 minutes and he said he only had to pee. Is he all right? <laughs> and then maybe they'd go and check. But still, 20 minutes is enough time for me to bleed out and die. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. So definitely. who knows? Who knows? Uh, I'm going to jump into my topic now. Oh, fuck. Drop my pen. Give me one second. Let me go make sure the front door is locked. Why? I, I don't know. This is America, Jessica. We let them into our house. We have serial killers. And then we shoot them. We actually have a lot of serial killers. Well, yeah, but still. We can just shoot them. Pop a cap in their ass. You were about to start your story. Okay. <laughs> so it's the 4th of July. Yep. And I, I, was, I had the freedom to talk about whatever I wanted to talk about. Within certain borders. Within the United States borders. Yes. That's correct. And so I decided... What's more American? Because I, I really thought deep and I my my heart wanted to talk about the Wild West. Right. Because that's really as American as you can get. Mm. But there was just so much to choose from that I was like, no. And I don't think that's that's what I'm feeling. Okay. It's like I feel that we can make Wild West like an episode, you know. Yeah. There's just so much content there. And so I thought, okay, but similarly, what did the Wild West have that I like? The Wild West had crime. You like crime. I like crime. Mm. The Wild West also had a copious amount of booze. True. So I'm talking about American drunk criminals. I'm excited. You should be (laughs) because these are pretty good. Now, I took the liberty to make these to give you a little more information, okay? Uh, And you, the listener, a little more information because (laughs) everything that I read was like, short. So I had to find more information and I did find some. Okay. But I also used my creativeness to create, to make this. creativity, you mean? Yeah. That's what I said. To make this really come together as a story and not just quick little things. Okay. You felt, you felt like that was a sting. It wasn't intended to be that way. (laughs) (laughs) See, mine aren't, it's not a bunch of like super quick little things. They're things we can talk about. Yeah. But it's a lot of things instead of like a detailed handful. Well, my, what I'm saying is that what I read, I could have put into half of one page and I made you each expanded. thing, I made each thing one whole page. Right. So the first one, there are three total. We're going to start with a young man named Thomas Stroop. Uh, he took a trip to Germany where, you know, he did normal touristy things. He did some sightseeing. He tried new foods, new drinks. Had a good old time. But Germany-themed shot glasses and t-shirts wouldn't be the only souvenir that he would bring home with him. He would also bring back a alleged traumatic experience of being attacked by a wolf. Okay. I know what you're thinking. What? Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that sounds pretty extreme. That's what I'm thinking. But we're going to go with it. Okay. When back home in Ohio, mm-hmm. of course, uh, Stroop would become very drunk and aggressive one night. Okay. Yes. Very aggressive. Uh, He started many, many fights, but it wasn't until he kicked a dog cage that the police were called. Okay. It was just a really 
probably a really expensive cage. Maybe, or maybe there was a dog in it and they're animal lovers, you know, not so much people lovers. They didn't care that fights were going down, but <laughs> you've been physically aggressive with you, <laughs> everyone else, but you scared my dog. So. You wronged that dog. <laughs> so police must be called. Police found Stroop, his last name, passed out. I know. In his trailer. Okay. With countless knives and sharp objects around him. Okay. So they were cautious, clearly. I would be. They woke him up and he was still aggressive. And drunk. He spoke to the police with a very thick Russian accent. What? And threatened to kill them and all of their relatives. Ooh. Yeah. By the way, I don't know know if you knew this, but Stroop is from Ohio and he's not Russian. None of his family is. When you had, when you would told me very recently that he woke up and threatened them with a thick Russian accent, I thought to myself, but wait, isn't he from Ohio? He he is. He is from Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Don't know where the Russian accent came from. So I didn't miss anything. Nope. I'm on the same, like you and I are on the same page. That is correct. Got it. Uh, while being arrested, Stroop claimed that it wasn't his fault that he was acting this way. Mm. Because see, the wolf in Germany scratched him. <gasps> and ever since- Was it a Russian wolf in Germany? I don't know, man. But ever since he was scratched by that wolf in Germany, he felt the urge to attack people. Uh. Especially people named Keith. That's a direct quote, by the way. What the fuck? <laughs> Especially people named Keith. Whenever the moon was out, whenever the moon was out, he needed to attack people, especially if your name was Keith. If your name was Keith and you were around him when the moon was out, you're fucked because he's going to beat your ass. This suddenly Russian man is going to attack you. Yes. Um. This, I mean, I don't know about you, but this sounds... Sounds like something, someone you and I are very familiar with. Oh, it does. Sounds like something they would say. It does. Um, He never actually claimed that he was a werewolf, which I'm kind of bummed about (laughs) (laughs) because I really wanted to read that. It's the implication. But it is. It's implied. Uh, And unfortunately, Stroop was still arrested and his alleged werewolf story did not help him in court and he uh, he was still sentenced bummer. i know who would have thought right like as a juror <laughs> <laughs> you hear this story there's undeniable evidence that this man is a werewolf something supernatural must be going on this man is from ohio and he's speaking with a thick russian accent and he hates someone named keith or everyone a- a- named anyone keith. <laughs> anyone keith? named keith he just hates them the next story <laughs> If there's one thing that all Americans love, because all Americans love a few things, few specific things. Okay. But one of those is Taco Bell. Mm. Every American loves Taco Bell. I am a fan. Especially Americans love Taco Bell when they're drunk. Yes. Right? These are- For example, now that as soon as you said the words Taco and Bell, all I can think about right now is a Crunchwrap Supreme. I mean, I'm thinking of some tacos, maybe a burrito, maybe one of those like chalupas that they got. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. All that. All of it. I want it. Cinnamon twists. Baja Mountain Dew. Mm. I want it all. All that. (laughs) Uh, like all Americans, Matthew Faulkner was no different. He also loved Taco Bell, especially when drunk. And after a day of heavy drinking, Faulkner became hungry and decided, hey, I'm going to take a trip. It's Chalupa time. (laughs) Over over to my local Taco Bell and get me a Chalupa. (laughs) After driving to Taco Bell in his truck with surprisingly no problems, Mm -hmm. Faulkner had to wait in line at the drive-thru. So a crime has already been committed. Yes, 
he has already driven while intoxicated. Okay. But he made it to the Taco Bell, no problems. And he's in line and well, he's waiting. Well, great. That's a relief. And he's, you know, he's a patient man. He's, he waited in line. Uh, after ordering his food, he had to wait at the window to receive his food. The workers were able to get most of his food out to him pretty quickly, but there were a couple of items that would take just a little bit longer. And so they asked mm. him to wait. Okay, it happens. Now, Faulkner didn't mind. He didn't mind waiting. He was just excited to get his food. Reasonable man. So, you know, he just got comfortable. He waited patiently and he fell asleep with his car windows up and his truck in park and his foot on the gas pedal. <gasps> um, the police were called. Yes. And Faulkner's truck engine caught fire. Yeah, oops. No one was hurt. He did make it out of his truck. He okay. must have woken up after smoke was inside of his vehicle, maybe. And it, I, I don't I'm, know. You know what? He didn't die, and I'm he, grateful for something, that. Something woke him up. Yeah. <laughs> and Faulkner then, this is alleged, he then allegedly tried to bribe officers with tacos <laughs> 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 to avoid being arrested. I mean, devil's advocate, you work with what you've got. Yeah. And at that time, I bet what he had in abundance was tacos. He had tacos and he was going to give them up so that he wouldn't be arrested. Needless to say, the officers refused and Faulkner <laughs> was in fact arrested. <laughs> right. I mean, understandably, tacos are very accessible. <laughs> they were at a Taco Bell. The cops, <laughs> they could have walked right inside. They were literally standing right next to it. You have a, you have a fiver on you? Because guess what? You can get at least three tacos. At least three. So how how American are you are you thinking that these are so far? These are pretty American as a very American. <laughs> um, where what lycanthropy as an excuse? Oh for, yeah, for you know intoxicated crime, as well as uh, trying to bribe people with Taco Bell tacos. That's so far very American. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, not only did the first man Stroop, I believe. Yes. Not only did he blame lycanthropy, but he also blamed Germany. That's pretty American. Hold on. So he had apparently a thick Russian accent, but did not blame Russia. No. See, all of his friends have no idea why he had a thick Russian Is accent. Is it possible that in his inebriation, he thought he was using a German accent? It's it's very possible, <laughs> actually. But it was Russian all by all accounts that were there. Okay. We're going to move on to the third and final okay. story. All right. In Ravina, Ohio. We're back in Ohio. Mm. Okay. What, uh, what is going on over there? <laughs> Ohio is just a wild place. <laughs> it really is. I am literally shocked that none of these happened in Las Vegas, Nevada or anywhere in Florida. Yeah. No. Ohio. See, I think Ohio is the new Florida. I think that's what we're going to learn from that, this. That is the the era we have entered into? Yes. Okay. I think that is where we're going. At about 9.30 in the morning, police receive a call about a potential drunk driver. Ah. So a cruiser went out searching and soon pulled over a 48-year-old woman named Don Vasnika. Vasnika. Vasnika? Maybe. It is Vasnika. Vasnika. So she was pulled over by police. Vasnika was given a field sobriety test, like all potential DUIs are given. Yes. Which she failed miserably when she could barely stand and she fell into the bumper of the police cruiser and dented it. Ooh. Yeah. She's very drunk. Yes. <laughs> so she was arrested 
and taken to the police department where she was given a blood alcohol test and she blew a 0.371. <gasps> oh my <laughs> now, God. Now that's slightly over the legal limit of 0. 0.08. <laughs> if you were, if you can Only remember slightly. that. Holy I also, crap. I also happen that- to know that when it comes to blood alcohol content at 0. 0.4, so she's at 0. 0.371. At 0. 0.400, the average person is comatose. Okay. And what is the legal limit? 0. 0.08. 0. Interesting. Yeah. She's at least four times above the legal limit. <laughs> oh, God. So so anyway, uh, l- needless to say, she's, she's in a pickle. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Now, apparently, Ohio is a very forgiving state. Okay. In that she will be charged and she will face punishment. Right. For her crime, but justly, she was released into the custody of her friend. Okay, friend was called. They were like, "Hey, you did this thing. You will be charged. You have a court date, but you can go home." Basically, there's okay. no point in keeping you here. Okay, uh, she was charged with operating a vehicle while intoxicated. You know, understandably, very understandably. Yeah. Uh, and she left the police station at about two forty-five p.m. Police receive a second call of the day about a possible drunk driver. Uh, an officer went to investigate and pulled over a 48-year-old woman named Don Vasnika. Oh. <laughs> so that that's there's there's a lot of a lot of bad choices that night. That morning. Oh my God! It was nine in the morning that she was first pulled over, yeah. and then two in the afternoon when she was pulled over. Oh my again. God! I thought you meant like like two a.m. the next this morning. This is this is all on one Tuesday oh in Ohio. Oh my God! <laughs> Dawn. Yes, I know. Uh, so she was arrested again. Uh, right. And taken to the station again, mm. where this time she blew a 0.383. She got more drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she continued drinking. She continued drinking. Home. Now being considered a risk to the public twice in one day. I get it. That's pretty brutal. Yeah, that's a bad, uh, Vasnika bad look. Vasnika was taken to jail where she then tried to smuggle in drugs. And was charged again. Done. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? I know. But Vasnika has pleaded not guilty to all charges. And we well, are awaiting. How can we know? We're awaiting trial now. <laughs> how could we possibly know that she was guilty of all those things? There's no way to prove it, right? <laughs> God, what an idiot. I know. So fucking stupid. <laughs> I know. I Honestly, know. like, that sounds like someone, like, who has reached a midlife crisis and is spiraling. Yes. That is a self-destructive person. Now, I believe I was reading that police in that county in Ohio specifically were saying, not only have I never seen, nor have I ever heard of a person being given an OVI, which is a operating a vehicle intoxicated, twice in the same day. Right. He was, and then like one of the officers, one of the lieutenants was like, I don't think I've, I've heard of someone doing it twice in a week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because you get, you typically the normal person is going to be so afraid of like, you know, actually getting something on their permanent record. They're like, yeah, you know what? Let me give it at least two weeks. Yeah. Let me, let me cool it for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Twice in the same day. Shit. Twice in this less than 12 hours apart. She was, she was first pulled over at nine 30 and then again at two 45. Wow. That's a five hour gap. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And both times she was driving so poorly that people called police and said, this person is drunk. 
Do you know how rare that is? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I will say, I I think I've made two calls in my lifetime Uh about someone like it. I'm not talking about like a subtle of like veering. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not talking about like, oh, you got a little close to the edge and you, you ran over the bumps. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I mean, like there's no way you're not under the influence of something. Like it was, it was super obvious. That's happened to me twice and I've made the call. Yeah. So, well in California, that makes even more sense because there are so many California highway patrolmen that do nothing for the most part of the day because there's nothing to do. And so once they get that call in California, like someone is there very quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe I've ever seen a Texas highway patrol since we've been here. I don't know if it exists or not, but I've never seen one. I've only seen sheriffs and I believe the Tyler police department and that's it. Same. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they have a A highway CHP. It'd be a THP. C is stands for California. Here it would be. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm, that's the only time I've ever run into them is in California. So I know. It's a little, it's imprinted, mm-hmm. etched in my brain. That is correct. Um. Wow. Very American, if if I can say so. I, I don't know. See, no? that first one, he spoke with a heavy Russian accent, <laughs> but Don, Don acted like a Russian because there is well, no way- getting caught inebriated in public more than once a day is like uncommon in Russia. I am sure that that like rush, a Russian person would hear this story and think, yeah, big whoop, big whoop. Yeah. So what? So you, you drink and you drink and you drive twice in the same day. So what? So what? They should yeah. kill somebody. No, you make big deal. Have nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing. Exactly. I got a little Italian at the end. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone hurt? Don't think so. You know, right. Like, which they're not wrong. No one was hurt. (laughs) That's true. It's just, it's not like they weren't at risk at the same time. True. True. (laughs) There were a lot of risks taken. But yeah, we got, we got a possible werewolf in America. (laughs) We got a Taco Bell related crime (laughs) and we got a double DUI the same day. Yeah. All, I mean, all American. Most of the stories came from Ohio, by the way. Don. I did want to say. Don, was it Vasnika? Yep. Ever the rebel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she didn't give a shit. Nah. Nope. I don't care that you gave me a chance. Second arrest of the day, still tries to smuggle drugs. <laughs> Baller. For, for fucking what, by the way? Like, she couldn't have waited a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Well, but all right. she is still pleading not guilty. So we will await that trial date. Maybe if one of our listeners hears this and thinks, oh, I'm going to Google that. And they Google it and they can update us. They can update because us. I will forget that I ever talked about Don in the next two hours. Oh yeah, well we're honestly, y'all, we're usually way too drunk when we record this stuff to remember. I'm gonna go ahead and say we forget a solid seventy percent. Thirty. That's being very kind for me. See, I know you're right. Just generally, I would say that that's true for me. I I definitely retain about thirty percent of what we do. It's in pieces and it's broken, but I still remember some. Yeah. But a lot of that is lost in the sauce. Oh, yeah. It all is lost for me. I have to really, really think and like really concentrate. And then I might be able to tell you one of the wheel spins that we did. <laughs> right. Can't recall the topics. Mm. No idea. Mm. Gone. Yep. But who knows? Maybe maybe this will be different since this is the 4th of July extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> er, er, er. 
insert gunshot sounds. Yeah, I need a snack. I want a snack. All right. I feel okay. I felt terrible after those shots. I feel better now. Well, I can't feel my lips. Well, there you go. So I'm drunk, but I also feel okay. My stomach isn't going to give up on me tonight. Well, all right. Hey, we'll see you guys soon. We will be back. ASMR opportunity. You know what song's been stuck in my head? Because huh. the kids were watching it earlier. What? Going down the bayou. Going, Going down, down the bayou. Going down the bayou. Taking yep. you all the way. You ask me questions about the the communist revolution in Russia. I'll answer them all. So. Yeah, I didn't have any questions about that. Blackpink is a Korean pop girl band, girl group. Never heard of it. Why are you looking in the pantry? It's in the fridge, dude. I don't think it's in the fridge. It is. I've never been more intimidated of a tweaker. <laughs> never? Never. Never been intimidated by a tweaker? I have. For... No, I have been. Oh. But that's the most intimidated I have been oh. of a tweaker. Was Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. In True, in Detective. True Detective. Yeah. Skinny. The ponytail. It's a little greasy. <laughs> a little che greasy. Cheeks are a little sallow. I was like, oh my God. What would I even do if he broke into my house? That's, would you break into a house if he was outside guarding it? No. We'll see. That's then why he's guarding your castle. My plan worked. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I could think of that wouldn't be confused by him. Like, do I get frightened? Do I get aroused? Do I flee? Do I just bend over now? I don't know. Would be all. Yeah, all, all, all wouldn't, he wouldn't mind. No. Tweaked out McConaughey. Shoving everything out of the way. Just move. What the hell is it with tonight? God damn. She's pissing me off, man. <laughs> She's pissing me off. Oh. <laughs> damn it, I, I know I know what's next. Red haired people. Red haired people. Teachers have souls. Red haired people. God made me that way. Red people, God! Red people.
Cotton being called a ginger. <laughs> a fat ginger. It pisses me off. It pisses me off. <laughs> I believe him too. I do think they have souls. I don't know. There's strong arguments for and against. How Not motorcyclists think people react when they drive by. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Holy shit. Oh, man. Where do you think he was going? Someplace dangerous. I think for Halloween, yeah. we should be the vegan police. <laughs> <laughs> from, from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yep. Handing out citations left and right. Yeah, dinging fucking vegans for eating gelato. Yeah. Sounds great to me, honestly. All right, so we're back from break. Uh, are you ready to spin the wheel a second time? I am ready for it. I want to do this. Ready for it to spin it. You spun it last time. But I, I would like to do I'm it. I'm spinning it. Maybe you can spin it a third time. I don't know. But it landed on. Why do Americans love that? Now, I know what mine goes. What my mind goes to immediately. Okay. Why do Americans love giant shopping centers? So uh, ob the obvious example is the Mall of America, mm -hmm. right? Which is massive. Yes. Right. But then also you recently visited a enormous Bass Pro Shop. Right. That had its own aquarium and many museums. Five actually. Five museums within its store limits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do Americans love that? Dude, I don't know, but I did. You did love it? I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, it I makes ate sense. it up. Yeah, I was bummed just to hear that it was like more than three hours away from my house right now. Yeah, because that means that I can't just casually drive up there. Mm -hmm. Like it would have to be like a whole thing a whole just to go to thing. the Bass Pro Shop. It's an easy weekend. It's about a five hour drive from here straight there. Oh, no, no, it's at seven hours. It's a solid seven. That's too far. I know that's too far. You but don't you don't go that far for a Bass Pro Shop. For a, no, no, you don't. But Springfield had a lot of stuff going on there. I guarantee like a lot of events will have plans to like show up there mm. and stuff. It's a cool place to be if you go at the right time. Okay. And they have a lot of really cool like little, they've got like a ton of bars, like a huge bar scene. So doing a bar crawl out there is something I would really love to do in Springfield, Missouri. Well, we'll, we'll have to give that a shot one day. Get it? Maybe when we, uh, 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 <laughs> maybe if we take three shots in on the road, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. What it about you? It actually would be a ton that'd, of fun. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a blast. But what um, about you? What, uh, what do you, th what do you question as to why Americans love it? Why do Americans, like it's gotten to a point where we love too much food so much that if we go to a restaurant and we don't leave 
with like at least half of the plate were disappointed. Yeah, I'll give you that. If you don't leave a restaurant with like just a little bit, you know, just some leftover, like if you can't turn it into like at least lunch the next day, you're bummed. Personally, no, because I don't like taking food home. I love it. But if I went and I ordered like a pasta and I was able to eat the whole thing, you didn't give me enough pasta. Right. If I'm, if I order like some, like, like shrimp scampi. Yeah. Some fettuccine. Some angel hair. I'm able to eat that whole thing. And like the plate at the end of it is clean. And I'm like, wow, I feel satisfied. I'm actually not. No. Cause I don't get to take any of that home. Now I'm dissatisfied because that means that you wronged me. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I feel the same way, but I don't know why I feel like that. Yeah. Why can't I just be satisfied? Yeah. Similarly. Similarly. Yep. Uh, I'm also bummed when, you know, there's people coming over and I'm like, oh, I'll order pizzas. And I kind of do some math and I order the pizzas and then there's no pizza left over. I'm like, what the fuck? Also bummed. What was the point of buying pizza if I can't have pizza tomorrow? I spent $5 a pizza. Yeah. And I don't have like at least the next two days lunch. Yeah. Leftover. The fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah. Make something. Yeah. Gross. No, I'm with you. It's heresy. It is. Heresy, that is a good word. Yeah. I mean, shit, I'm an agreeance, man. I mean, we both are. We both love giant shopping centers. No reason why. Mm-hmm. We both love absurd uh, absurd portions. No reason why. Think of our Thanksgivings. Oh, they're massive. If those leftovers don't last minimum a week, it's a bummer. Yeah. See, if you're wise, you freeze stuff. You like you take you take home like two weeks worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. You freeze half of it. Yep. You eat Thanksgiving food for a week. Then you're tired of it. But then like a month and a half later, <laughs> you open that freezer, you take that shit out and you got some tasty ass meals for mm-hmm. another week. Absolutely. Same with Christmas, honestly. Christmas is just kind of like, bleh. it's just kind of oh, no. there. See for me, no, I you, do, you just don't like Christmas. But yeah. for me, I like the Christmas food because it's basically just the Thanksgiving food with like a few added things. With more sugar involved. Yes. Which, uh, by the way, totally down with. Uh, The leftovers just don't have to last a week after Christmas, but they should last at least two, three days. I'll give you that. I do like having ham. Make a little sandwich. I think I'm good without that. Maybe cook some eggs with it or something. Oh, never mind. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah. Make like an omelet or like a breakfast burrito. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's your, what is your topic? I don't even think I know your topic. Well, I'm so glad you asked because it sounds like we answered our wheel spin. We did. Now moving on. So doing my research, I'm like, hey, I have every freedom to research whatever I want because I'm American. Damn straight. I'm an American girl and this is my American world. And uh, I thought to myself, I want to research something creepy in America. But, you know, America is surprisingly creepy. So there was a lot to choose from. And uh, I really had to narrow it down. It took me a minute to decide. So I thought, let me narrow it down to a state. And I fir- at first that was going to be Alaska because that's a place I've never been that I really want to go to. Uh-huh. But um, then I thought, hey, I have been living in Texas for not quite a year. And I've, I've, I had never visited Texas before moving here. Right. There's a lot about this state I don't know. And I live here now. It's my home now. So maybe I'll do some research on that. And so that's what I did. I decided to find urban legends revolving around located within Texas. Okay. So I'm going to list some of these for you because they, being that they're urban legends, there isn't a whole lot of proof behind them. 
it's kind of one of those things where it gets passed by word of mouth, uh, little like, you know, telephone game style. So over, over the years it, they, they've become a little different, you know, with time. Yeah. The details, you know, the source yeah. of these stories. It gets yeah, a little hazy. Sense. It's makes a little sense. hazy. Because uh, it's so, not real. So Who knows? Oh, sure. Could be based on something true. The first one is. And it is verified because I, I watched it. They had a video. They had video evidence. Okay. And that is ghost lights. Ooh, ghost yes. lights. Right. Now I thought to myself, okay, what am I going like to see? orbs? Like, that's what I thought. Orbs uh-huh. or like lightning bugs or something. Fireflies. So in a small town called Marfa in West Texas, mm-hmm. it's on the other side of Texas from us. Complete opposite side. Complete opposites, like hours away. But uh, in Marfa, there have been many reports over the years of eerie flickering lights. I just, you said that. All I hear is that stupid SNL Starbucks. For um, Can I have a latte for Marsha? Uh, I got a latte for Morpha. A Morpha. A Morpha. Latte for Shar Shar. So there have been reports over the years, as I said, of eerie flickering lights that just seem to show up out of thin air, floating sometimes high in the air, sometimes a little close to the ground, always at night. Um, They appear in the same general area, but the exact location they will appear is fairly random. They jump around. Um, And... When you spot them, sometimes they remain still, but other times they're zipping around like they're alive. Sometimes there's only one of them. Sometimes there's more. Sometimes one light will split into two lights. Sometimes two lights will merge into one. Very difficult to predict. They flicker as though they are fire. And it's because of that, that theories can range from like really crazy, unbelievable things, you know, that you kind of expect people to jump to, uh, like aliens, Mm -hmm. spirits. Um, fairies, maybe, maybe those now there are are also reasonable theories, but also unproven that it's just like pockets of gas that are like combusting, Uh um, or perhaps lights from cars driving by that are somehow distorted in the air. Sure. Just not, they, they are so far, they have not been able to explain them next. The tale of a ghost nurse, a ghost nurse, ghost nurse, uh, So this particular nurse who is a ghost is thought to haunt the Bear County Hospital in San Antonio. Interesting. Oh, that's a lot closer. Yeah, it is. Interesting fact. Bear County is actually spelled B-E-X-A-R County. Gross. Right. It looks like Bexar and everyone pronounces it Bear. And if you don't say that, they think you're strange. Like you get cross looks. Yeah. uh, That happened when I said that we had stayed in Amarillo. They were like, it's Amarillo. I get, I got the, I got the same yeah. thing. I'm like, that's a Spanish word. It's pronounced Amarillo. And they're like, yeah, but no, don't no, say it like that. No, it's pronounced Amarillo. Yeah. It's like, whoa, okay. Whatever. Uh, so anyway, um, I'm not quite sure when the legend of the ghost nurse began or what, what her, her backstory is, but the urban legend about her goes that, uh, one section of this Bexar or Bear County Hospital in San Antonio. Um, in this one section of the hospital, patients started asking other nurses about, quote, the nurse in the old fashioned uniform. Ah. And it became so consistent with all of the patients in this area 
they got a little freaked out. Is someone sneaking in here in like an colonial garb, incorrect uniform, like some crazy person, like who knows? So they're checking security cameras and wouldn't, you know, they're watching and they do spot patients behaving very oddly in their rooms. Um, they ha- they can see in these security cameras patients reaching out as though to grab something when there is nothing there to grab. And they also see them talking, but they are all alone in the room. Huh. So that starts to happen. They're getting a little weirded out. Anytime they go in to investigate, there's nothing there. Uh-huh. Then the patients begin to die. Oh. Room by room in numerical order. Oh. So... This, this, I don't know necessarily that it was like rapid fire, like day one, room one dies, day two, room two dies. Like, I don't know that it's necessarily like that, but they all began to die. And however much time it was in between, it would always be room one first, then room two, then room three. Very bizarre. Um, And that didn't stop until one patient uh, who would have been next in line said, fuck that and ditched the hospital and broke the chain. And that is when it stopped. Huh. Yeah. Well, good for that patient. Seriously. That's probably wise. That's like the smartest patient in that hospital. Yeah. Now, granted, patient one, two, and three, nothing you can do about that. Could have. I mean, one. No, you wouldn't. One couldn't have seen it coming. No. Two, that might be a coincidence. Three, though. No, that's also a coincidence. Might get a little worried. But at four, five, no, you get the fuck out of there. Oh, yeah. And it seems like they did. Um. So next up, we have the Screaming Bridge of Arlington, Texas. Arlington, I don't know where that is. Neither do I. Um, But in 1961, it is said that a bunch of high school girls, they're out having fun. They're having a grand old time. They've planned a night on the town together Uh when tragically they crash off of the side of a bridge. Mm, Yeah, saw that one coming. Sounds a little familiar. Mm -hmm. We, We have heard stories like this before. It's been at least a movie or two. At least. So this bridge in Arlington is now inactive and it is blocked off from drivers, but you can access it if you're willing to hike there. Okay. And it's, uh, neither am I. It's said that if you stand on the bridge after this, however long hike through a dark forest full of bugs and shit, um, if you stand on the bridge at night when it is pitch black, you can hear echoing screams. Maybe. I, I say fuck that. I'm, that's not, like, I'm not even curious. Yeah. Well, number one, just the amount of effort that it would take to get there, not into it. More effort. Yeah, number than two, I would like to admit. either it's all fake and a complete waste of time. Yeah. Or it's creepy as hell and I don't want to be there. Mm-mm. So I, I'll never go. I don't know about you. Right. I'll never be there. Well, because best case scenario. Unless, what? unless we stop by on our three shots in on the road. We might have to. Record an episode right on the bridge. <laughs> Bring a generator. Over the sound of screams. Yeah. Like, oh my God, these screams, they're so annoying. Just let us take our shots. Like this is for real. This is just the kind of thing that only like exclusively teenagers, teenagers would do because like, what's the best case scenario? You hike out there and you hear people screaming while you're standing on this bridge in the pitch black darkness. But worst case scenario, you're murdered by a transient on the way. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just not worth it. And uh, next up, this is my last one. I had warned you beforehand that this was short, but I didn't warn you, listeners. I apologize. So this very last one, they are haunted railroad tracks. Okay. So also in San Antonio, it's said that if you stop on the tracks 
uh, at this particular intersection and you put your car in neutral, your car will be pushed off of the tracks. And I saw a picture of them. They look pretty flat. So I wouldn't imagine that it would roll naturally. Uh-huh. But like there are a lot of places in the world where they're like, oh, put your car in neutral. Yeah. And, and you're, like you're at a decline, a but some, for no reason it'll move backwards. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it sounds like one of those things, but uh, legend says that uh, a school bus full of children stalled on those very same tracks. Uh-huh. They were not able to move to safety before a train came around a nearby bend and did not see them soon enough to stop in time. Right. So the train hits them, all the children die. And uh, locals believe that it's the children who died in this accident that push people's cars off of the tracks and have reported that sometimes small handprints appear on their bumpers afterwards. Yeah, I don't see children having the strength to move a car in neutral. Dead ones might. Oh, dead ones. That's true. Supernaturally. Unlikely. I'm not I'm, I'm not a believer in this. No, neither am I. But these were these were the the best local urban legends I could find in the uh, the allotted time I had to do my research all day. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fair. See, I thought you were going to give me shit for this last one being like uh, as as not really like believable as it is. It's still really depressing. Like if that's oh, if that's yeah, true, not too bad. Dead children, yeah, like they got hit desperately by a, they moving got, your car so that you don't die like they did. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. They got hit by a train in a school bus. Like that's been done so many times. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm immune. Doesn't matter anymore. Right. Oh. That triggered a memory. Okay. Train tracks. Do you remember you told that story about a man, a train conductor, derailing his train on purpose because he wanted to punch a hole in the side of the Queen Mary? It wasn't the Queen Mary. We it got wasn't. confirmation. It was the, it was a different ship, yes. but in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah what I about think it? it was a Navy, a Navy ship or something. I don't know. It was, it was something. Or like a popular centered government center or something I like that. Know. Regardless, he was a psycho. He was a kook. He derailed the train off of a bridge <laughs> in the direction of this ship with the intent to crash the train into it and sink the ship. But trains don't move well without a track, especially after falling about 30 feet. Are you sure, though? Because I feel like I've seen at least two action movies where that worked. It's possible that it, they worked in the movies. Mm. But it is not possible that it works in real life because there's nothing for it. They don't have wheels. They can't they can't roll. But I do specifically have and memory. they weigh so much. I have memory, though, in movies of trains having round things on the bottom. And I've seen them, too. They're wheel shaped. They, they do. But they're they're shaped to go over tracks. I don't understand. Not roads. But they spin. But they also weigh a lot enough to where the steel on the track keeps it up, but a regular floor would not. Right. But like I said, they're circular and they spin. Look, needless to say, it didn't work just like I didn't think it would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty crazy move. And uh, you're definitely crazy for thinking that would have worked. Definitely. But Especially, I, re I really enjoyed conductor. hearing like, the story though. Shouldn't he know all about trains? Shouldn't he, shouldn't he have known that that wasn't going to work? He, in f total fairness... Being a train conductor, I doubt they train you on what trains do when they're not on the tracks anymore. No, they probably do. No, they just tell you like, oh, well, if it crashes, you if can expect oh, this. Well, if you're in a train and it goes off the track, you're fucked. 
Good luck. Well, he learned that the hard way, apparently. Well, he wasn't even in the train. He jumped out. Wow. He was sending it to go crash. He wasn't <laughs> going to do the crashing. He didn't want to ensure it made it all the way. He was that confident is what I'm saying. He derailed it in just the general direction and figured like, all right, I'm ditching because that's definitely going to make it all the way there. Yeah. And it was like a mile or like a <laughs> quarter, like at least like a quarter mile, maybe like half a mile. Wow. I'm like, dude, so in order for it to get there, it would have had to number one, lose little to no momentum. Mm hmm. And in order to, cause it wasn't like the ship was just pressed up against the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> like it's on a dock. So like this train would have had to like hit a little jump <laughs> to get the like 50 feet to yeah. hit the ship. Yeah. Which means it could not only not lose any momentum, but it also had to gain speed and momentum on the way in order to hit this ship. But hey, who, <laughs> no one ever said that terrorists were smart. But I mean, if he had stayed inside, he could shovel lots of coal into the burner. And that I've seen it in movies that makes it go faster. Yes. If you're in a coal powered train, which I don't know if you know this, we haven't used in over a hundred years. I don't understand though. That's fine. What it, I, I don't, but like, Hey, he how about was this really one? confident that it would go fast this? all the way there though. How about you spin the wheel? Mm, okay. All right, we got what's the place in America that you would most like to visit? Alaska. I just said that. You did say Alaska. What part of Alaska? Do you care? Any part of Alaska? N yeah, I would prefer to stay like around um, places that have a population. Like I'm not ready like to Juneau? just. Yeah, I'm not ready to just wander into like the really desolate areas of Alaska, but I do really want to visit. Like Sitka. I get it. It looks like really cold. Like I get, I get it. The weather is very harsh, but it looks gorgeous also. And salmon. Oh, the salmon. Yeah. Mm. That's probably killer. I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. Oh, and crabs. Mm. Crabs. For me, place I would most like to visit. It is ironic because that place would be New Orleans. Oh, that's nearby. Yeah, but we're like. Before we were across the country from it. Now we're like a five hour drive minimum, from it. Minimum. Yeah. Five, six hour drive. Uh, and I haven't gone nor had the idea of going nor plan to go. <laughs> I just want to. It's okay. It's on your list of things you want to do. It's on mine too. I really want to see. Yeah. New Orleans. Narlins. New Orleans. Yeah. Want to go to Bourbon Street. Mm -hmm. Get real fucked up yep. on overpriced drinks honestly just pictures of those trees with like the hanging moss and stuff yeah i think that's beautiful like the cemeteries look very cool they do they look they look really pretty and peaceful to me and old yeah with all the like mausoleums everywhere stone and granite and marble and all that stuff yeah i'm in yeah i'm in too also beignets oh my god don't even get me started on beignets gumbo that's the first place I'm going. If I'm oh. going, if I'm going to New Orleans, I'm going sh directly to Cafe Du Mont. You already know what cafe you're going to go to. Yes, it's the the famous one that makes beignets. I didn't. I don't know anything about New Orleans. Mm. You should learn. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, you should learn. <laughs> and um, I will do everything I can to avoid the bayou. <laughs> <laughs> going down the bayou. Yeah, but I'm gonna eat a gator. That'll happen. Uh, Terry. Terry gave crocodiles a try in Australia. He said they were really good. I believe it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to eat a gator. 
Maybe some frog legs. I'd like to try them at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try them all. Yep. There we are. That, I, I mean, if, if you're good, do you have anything else you'd like to add to this episode before? We- I would just like to say that we at the Three Shots In podcast are proud to be Americans. Yes, we are. As should you if you are American. Mm. And thank you, troops and children and colleges. <laughs> um. So uh, I, uh, this is a patrons only episode, but we'll, we'll go through the motions. We'll repeat, uh, reiterate to all of you that if there's anything you'd like to reach out to us with a personal story or a suggestion, perhaps even a critique, perhaps even hate mail, we'd love to hear it all. And please send us an email at fanmail at three shots in.com or just like and comment on this post on Patreon. If you have ideas, uh, maybe toss some ideas out for the next Patreon exclusive episode. Uh, we will be initiating a poll sometime in the future mm-hmm. to kind of see what the next episode topic should be. Because I think the next real holiday for us would be Halloween. Pretty much. So that's a while. You know, that's a solid three months away. Right. I'd, three like, and to, a half I'd like to give our patrons a special episode on the way there. Yeah. Not wait all the way until Halloween. Yeah. So... There will be at least one in the middle of that. So go ahead and give us ideas. We can talk about it. We can talk about basically anything so long as we're drunk enough. So, all right, you Patreon subscribers, you, (laughs) thank you very much for giving us your patronage, probably hard-earned money. Uh, We will take it and we will use it for this podcast. Uh, encourage your, your friends and your family, make them, make them all listen to yeah, us. Make everybody give us their because money. Cause you know what? That's going to guarantee us. There, there will be some people in neutral positions, but we could gain new patrons from that. We could also gain actual hate mail from that. That's true. And the potential, it, I mean, it's mouthwatering. So yes, yes. I'm very, very excited about it. Yeah. So thanks for listening and Happy Depend- 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. And congratulations on being an American if you are one. <laughs> this has been Three Shots In. Later, later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.